Hey, y'all, I wanted to take a second before we get into this episode to remind you that the show is also available on YouTube. And starting from episode number 101, it's all in 4K. I'm trying to make the best video podcast I can, so definitely check it out and subscribe to the channel if you haven't already. Go to youtube.com slash at progressionspod or hit the link in the show notes. If you're not getting enough progressions and you want to get even more thoughts on creativity, productivity, and growth in music, then you should sign up for my newsletter. You'll find a brief article in each monthly edition as well as updates on progressions and myself. I'm also sharing some workflow hacks and links to stuff that I found interesting or helpful. So it should be fun. If you want to stay up to date on the latest and get all the bonus stuff, go to travisferentscom slash subscribe or click the link in the show notes. Hey, welcome to Progression, Success in the Music Industry. I'm your host, Travis Ferentz, and this is episode number 97. No interview today. In case you missed it last week, I'm doing a little revamp of the podcast and taking a break from new interviews for a few weeks. We'll get back to regular interviews soon, along with some other changes, so stay tuned for all of that. For today, I wanted to share some thoughts that were inspired by a book I've been reading called Beyond High Performance by Jason Jagger. He dropped this idea right out of the gate, and I think it would probably resonate with a lot of us in the music industry. It's the idea of going beyond 10,000 hours. What happens after you've hit the theoretical mastery point of a skill? Lots of people talk about putting in their 10,000 hours. It's become a very common and culturally acceptable phrase at this point, and I think it's even more so embraced by the creative industries. Music, art, graphic design, writing, etc. Anywhere that focused practice plays a clear role in the development of a skill. For anybody unfamiliar with the 10,000 hours concept, it was originally laid out by Dr. Anders Ericsson, but made most popular by Malcolm Gladwell with his book, Outliers. It suggests that to master a skill, you need to put in 10,000 hours of work. But when I really step back and look at the idea, it seems a bit odd to me. Is it supposed to boost my confidence to know that I've probably put in enough time to quote master something? Or do I get to raise my rates now? Or is this just a way to jokingly compliment someone you're working with? Like, hey, this is great. You must have hit your 10,000 hours this week. And unfortunately, I even think at times it becomes an excuse for people for why they haven't reached the level of success that they like or why a peer might be doing better work than them because, you know, they just haven't reached their 10,000 hours yet. So you kind of sum the whole idea up into a way of saying, if you want to be great at something, then you need to put years of work into it. You're not just going to wake up the greatest songwriter or producer of all time. You've got to go put the work in. And that I can get behind. If it gets you to put the work in, then I say, let's go. So... How long is 10,000 hours? Well, if you put in eight hours of work, five days a week, then it's just under five years. Now, at this point, you might be thinking, five years, wait a minute. If I'm in my mid to late 20s, then I must have hit my 10,000 hours. Why hasn't my career taken off? Damn you, Malcolm Gladwell, you lie, it's all a scam. And that's my issue with the concept. It sets an expectation. Yes, it provides an explanation for the master of a skill that someone might have, But mastery is one thing, and finding success, I'm doing air quotes here, has nothing to do with mastery. So thinking that you can put 10,000 hours of practice in and magically have Grammys delivered to your doorstep is not the right way to be approaching your career. And this is where Jason comes in with the question, what lies beyond 10,000 hours? Now earlier I said 10,000 hours was about five years. That's only five years. How much of your life are you going to spend on your music career? I guarantee you it's going to be way longer than five years. In the book, Jason cites research by Andrew Nader, a psychologist and behavioral scientist. In his research, he found that the average person spends a third of their life at work. 
which apparently, after some fancy math, averages out to 100,000 hours. So how impressive does your 10,000 hours seem now? You've just reached mastery of your skill 10% of the way into your career. And this is the point that Jason brought up that I felt all of us in the music industry needed to hear. I feel like many of us, myself included, want to race to 10,000 hours. We want to mix as many songs as we can or play as many shows as we can. We just want to hit the mark. But then what do we do for the rest of our lives? What happens when we get there? Think about the people that inspired you to get into music. Did they get great at something and then just do it well for 90% of their life? Probably not. They innovated. They learned new skills. They pivoted careers, had families. The list could go on and on. Something I've mentioned on this podcast so many times before is that you've got to find fulfillment in doing the work. Not reaching the milestone, not receiving the award. Receiving your 10,000 hours trophy is just a pit stop. If you truly want to be successful, then you keep doing the work because you love doing the work. I always like to use sports or fitness analogies because it's a really easy way to see the result of work. Let's look at hockey for a second. Hockey is particularly impressive to me because hockey players have to be exceptional at two sports. They have to be great at hockey and at ice skating. Figure skating and speed skating are sports on their own, and NHL players have to skate like second nature just to play the sport of hockey. So 10,000 hours for skating, 10,000 more for hockey. They've still got 80% of their career left to discover the player that they are, bring value to their team, and make an impact on the sport. That's where a career is. A career starts beyond your 10,000 hours. That's when you get to develop your taste and specialize in what you love. That's when you can truly bring value to your collaborations and reach a flow state when you're creating. And the best part, if you need a new skill, you can just put in another 10,000 hours and your career will probably still be too young to buy a drink. Holding expectations that something is magically going to happen at 10,000 hours of anything is going to set you up for disappointment. Instead, find fulfillment in the process of growing and living and start asking yourself, what's next?